Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Authentic. I'm your host, Lauren, and today I have a very exciting guest and new friend, Mary, on the <laughs> podcast. So welcome. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Yay, I'm so excited. So before we get started, kind of just let the listeners know, like, a little bit about you, who you are, your relationship with Jesus. Just let us get to know you before we get started. Yeah. So I'm Mary Turner, like Lauren said. I am from Houston, Texas. So love Texas. I go to Baylor University. I'm a junior. Um, I grew up in Houston my whole life and I accepted Christ when I was pretty young. I went to a private Christian school, which I was super blessed um, and kind of just like got to know the Lord. And I remember praying a prayer, accepting Jesus into my life when I was about six, but really had that childlike faith and didn't really do much until I was really a sophomore in high school and really learned that my faith was my own and I wanted to walk with the Lord. And really, that's when I truly accepted Jesus into my life. And it's been a such a fun journey and ups and downs, but it's been so much fun and truly love getting to just talk about Jesus whenever I can. Yay. I'm literally so excited you're on here. I'm so excited to ask you so many of these questions. So first thing I kind of want to talk about is a lot of who you are and your like sort of ministry is focused on joy. So how would you describe joy to those who are listening? Yeah. Um, one misconcept, like one thing I want to talk about before is like one misconception people have about joy is that joy is like connected with this feeling of happiness. And I think, yes, it can be, but also when you're putting all your feelings on something, it's going to fail you. Feelings were always going to fail you. And so it reminds me of Nehemiah 8.10 when it talks about like the joy of the Lord is my strength and it's not joy of your own. It's like the Lord's joy and joy is truly just rooted from the Lord. And you can truly tell when people have joy because of the way they're living and that they reflect almost like a light. Um, So I would say joy is, yes, it can be during feeling like during seasons of like happiness but also during seasons of just like really hard struggle because it's coming from the Lord and he's going to give you that like excitement and just joy and happiness and also you can still be happy when you're in that like deep deep struggle yeah that's so good so you kind of already touched on this a little bit but I think for a lot of like students, this concept can be kind of tricky. So how do you find your joy in the Lord and not let it be dependent on those circumstances? Yeah, that's so good. Um, In the book of James, which is actually one of my favorite books, the Bible, it talks about how you can have joy during the struggles. Um, And the reason this is, is because the joy, once again, isn't coming from you. It's coming from the Lord. And when you're believing in him, he's going to fulfill and he's going to like promise you that you're going to be okay even though it feels like the hardest time of your life I mean I remember last semester I was walking through like a super hard time and the Lord just continued to bless me in many ways and I was reflecting um this past week about how thankful I am for the challenges I walked through with the Lord and he just gave me so much joy during it and it really allowed me to be just filled with peace. I think when you're walking through really hard times in your life, you are truly filled with peace from the Lord. When you're walking with the Lord, he's going to give you that peace during that really hard season and give you that joy. And so 
whoever is listening, if you're walking through something that's really hard, like continue to like draw near to him because he's going to give you that underwhelming weirdest kind of feeling of just joy that is like bubbling up inside of you, even though you're walking through stuff that's really hard. And so I think being reminded of it doesn't have to be just happiness that joy is, but it's also him calling out to you and like him staying near you during all of the circumstances. Yeah, that's so good. And this is just one of my favorite things to talk about is joy and happiness versus joy. So I'm really excited for everyone to hear this conversation just because I think it's just such a cool gift that the Lord gives us. And it just, it makes me so happy to talk about. Yeah. Um, So you've accomplished so many things for the kingdom at such a young age. And um, one of those being joyful apparel. So, I mean, it's fun that it's all surrounding joy. So kind of what's the story behind that and how did this small business come about? Mm -hmm. So I, yes, I have a company called joyful apparel Um, I'm also an apparel merchandising major and entrepreneurship minor, and I have just always had a creative mind since I was younger. I had a duct tape business and I had a little small bow business. Like I always wanted to be creative and getting to college. I felt I was lacking creativity almost. And I wanted to share my faith in some capacity and I didn't know what that was going to look like. And so I think the apparel industry is very broken in many ways, but it's also really good opportunity to use ministry. And so I remember just being in my dorm room and just being like, I want to create something that is like clothing based, that is based on my faith and ministry. And I remember my friend gave me a poster that said joy on it and it's still in my room today. And I was like, that is something that I think lacks a lot in college, but also in the world today is just joy. And so I was like, okay, I want to spread joy through my clothing. And so I started in my dorm room. I bought, I first started off with hats that were smiley face hats that were like a little different from the typical one because I wanted to, of course, be different in that way. Um, And then it went to sweatshirts and beanies and socks and t-shirts. And it's been so fun, but I literally started it in my dorm room and my roommate was so supportive which was awesome and I took a lot of space in that tiny dorm room but it was really really awesome just being able to like spread joy and like my friends wanted to help me my people wanted to just really support me by buying it and letting people know and it's been really fun to receive texts from everyone being like, I just saw someone wearing your sweatshirt and they go to like Colorado Christian or they go to like somewhere in California. So it's been really fun and just a really unique way to spread joy and just my faith and share the Lord. No, that's so cool. And I think it's insane how you started it freshman year too. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't let being in a dorm or like the start of college, like stop you from doing something like that. So I really admire how you did that literally as a freshman, because I don't think I would have been able to do that at all. I think that's incredible. Um, and then on the website I was reading, um, you say that you hope the merch brings joy to the, not only the customers, but the Lord as well, which I think I thought that was such a cool sentence. So can you kind of elaborate on that? Um, Cause I just think that was so awesome how you wrote that. Yeah, my, so something that is on the shirt is to pass on a smile and to be a light, which is on most of my clothing that I sell. And I really just wanted it to be a reflection of living for Christ and being a light for him. There's so many verses that 
the Lord asks us to be a light and just to shine for him. And so my prayer is when someone wears that, they are reflecting the Lord and they get asked questions about what does that mean, but also that the Lord looks down at me and at the people who are wearing it and that are being light and just smiles. And I can just like hear him saying like, well done, good and faithful servant, because that is walking in obedience. And that's my hope for my company and just whoever puts on whatever I sell, it's just a reminder of, okay, let's be joyful. Let's pass on a smile to others. Let's be a light for the Lord. So that's kind of my idea behind that. No, that's, I'm sorry. That's awesome. Um, I hope that everyone listening goes to your website and gets something after <laughs> hearing this. Um, but what has been your favorite part about joyful apparel? Like what have you just loved the most? I have so many favorite parts. I'm actually in my room right now looking at everything that I sell and just like looking at where I've come and just like where God has brought me. And I think my favorite part has truly been seeing people wear my clothing. I think that goes for a lot of different small businesses or companies. But when I see someone wearing my sweatshirt, it just brings a smile to my face. And it also like they're reminded of like, there is joy in a really hard season. There's also joy in a really fun season. And I think those texts that I was saying earlier about getting them from my friends being like, I just saw someone wearing your joyful sweatshirt, or I just saw someone in the coffee shop and I had your sweatshirt on and they want one and like ask me about it. I think that brings me joy because it's a conversation piece and it's not just, oh, that's a really cool graphic on a sweatshirt. It's like, no, what is that verse? What does that mean? What does that saying mean? And so it's been really fun to have conversations when you're not just walking around somewhere wearing a normal shirt, like you're wearing something that represents the Lord. Oh, that's incredible. I like what you said about conversation pieces. I think that's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've asked this to like a few different people I've had on the podcast that have different small businesses. And so I think it's a really interesting question of how do you focus on like promoting the brand and getting people to, you know, know what it is, but also not lose sight of the purpose of glorifying God in this process? Yeah, it's hard. I think it's it's a really hard thing to do having a small business and you can get wrapped up in am I making money? Am I doing this well? Am I going to sell these or X, Y, Z? And I think just being reminded of why I started. I think going back whenever I'm struggling with what design I want to do next, or if something's not selling, being like, okay, why did I start this? And God's going to provide. And if this is only for a season of my life, then praise the Lord. Like he allowed me to go this far. But I think just like being reminded of this is for the Lord and not for myself. I think when you really get stuck is when you start thinking about yourself and that's in anything, not just with clothing and with this company. I think with anything, when you start to think about yourself first, then that's when it gets really tricky. And so I try to remind myself, this is not about me. This is my company, but it truly is the Lord's and I want to like glorify him in it. And if that means I don't do well one month, that's totally okay. And I just generally want to like make his name known while doing it. Yeah, that's the most like beautiful heart posture to have. And I think, like you said, that's so applicable to like anyone, whether it's in school or with their job or their sorority position. Um, When you think about yourself, that's really where you get all messed up. And so I think that's really applicable to, like you said, really anything in any season that you're in. So thank you for saying that. Of course. 
Um, so kind of last thing about joyful apparel, um, I just thought it'd be interesting. What's kind of the process behind creating your products? Like, how do you think of them? And then how do you execute that? Cause I thought that'd be interesting to kind of hear about. Yeah. My, I love getting to create them. So when I first started, I was doing everything. I have a little machine that cuts out little vinyl pieces and I iron them on and I would wholesale buy all the sweatshirts and the hats. And so I would be sitting in my dorm room for hours fulfilling orders. And that was so fun to me, but it got a little too crazy with school and sporty life and everything. And so I had to find a more practical way for me to do it well and use my time well. And so recently I've gotten to like outsource people who can take my design that I create and print it for me. And that's been awesome. It's been a really time saver. Um, which is so great, but it's also, I still hand make some stuff because I genuinely do love it. And I love getting to be creative and design different designs. And so with the design process, I love making graphics. I do that with my church and I also just do that for fun. Um, and so that's been really fun, but getting other people's input. So my last design that I did, it was just like a simple crew neck, but I had a lot of input from others with the colors and the font, and it was really fun to have other people that generally do want to support you pour into, like, what they like also, but also keeping it still within the theme of my company, and so it's really fun, and I'm excited for the future because I have stuff in my brain that I want to do, but it's like I got to slow down, but it's been really, really fun. It's so exciting and it's cool how it's like a collaboration too. And it, I know it's hard for some people to like let go things like that and work with other people. So it's cool that you've been able to do that. Yeah. Um, and also cool that you design stuff for your church. I was talking to someone the other day about how they were like, I really like design and specifically like graphic design, but like, I don't know how to use that for the kingdom. And so it's cool to see people um, doing that for things that, like their church. Yeah, it's it really reminded me that you can do anything with ministry like you don't have to be just speaking or serving on a Sunday like you can truly do anything for the kingdom and I remember just having the opportunity someone really saw that I was just really creative in ways and they're like we would love for you to design a shirt for Harris Creek that's where I go to church and um I got to design it and it was so fun and just seeing people wear it and be like I designed that and it is representing the Lord. It's just so fun and be, it's a great reminder that you could do anything truly for like the Lord. Yes, for sure. I feel like that's a common misconception, but I feel like that conversation has kind of come up more in like the church realm of like, you can really like anything is ministry. And so I think that's just something I always like to touch on. Um, But speaking of that, some exciting news, something you recently announced and I saw when I followed you on Instagram and I was like, hello, like what (laughs) is that you're writing a book, which is just crazy. So how did this come about? Cause I'm really excited to talk to you about this. Yeah, I am writing a book. It's been awesome. It is a hard journey, but similar to joyful apparel. I mean, I was sitting in my dorm room in October of my freshman year. So literally crazy. That was during the same time of joyful apparel. And I just knew the Lord was tugging at my heart to do something to write something and I was so stubborn. I am a really stubborn person and so I just kind of ignored the Lord for a long time and it really just like continued to tug at my heart 
And I finally was like, okay, is this is something you want me to do? I'll do it. And so about a year ago, I truly dove into like writing and it took a lot of time. I, in high school, was the worst writer, like always failed my grammar tests, like always just was not a great writer. And so it's crazy to see that the Lord can take me and to share a story and it truly has been awesome and it is a hard process but it's been really really fun and it's getting to the point where it's like really exciting to like for others to read about it and just to share um, my story and what the Lord has taught me through it and it's something that I tell a lot of people about my book is like I'm not gonna write and sit there and give you all the answers because I don't have them I'm just gonna give you my experience and like let the Lord work in you um, because the Lord isn't super, super direct in everything. And so I think he gives me the task of just writing about my experiences, but also just giving, okay, this is what I did. And this is hopefully can help you, but also seek the Lord in everything. That's so awesome. Um, I like, haven't even met you in person and I'm like, proud of you. I'm like, she is so awesome. That's so cool. Like what? I'm, I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes out. That's so awesome. Um, so what does your writing process look like? And um, and you said, I think this is right on Instagram, that it's mostly about joy is kind of the focus of it. So how did you decide that's something that you wanted to write about? Yeah, so I originally wanted it to be centered on like telling your story um, because I think that's so important. And then while I was writing kind of based off of telling your story, I was realizing I was writing a lot about joy. And so it's very much centered around just telling your story and what you've walked through, but also just like the joy of the Lord um, and like how amazing it is that we get to share our stories and like find so much joy in that. And so writing truly looks like me sitting down. Um, I try to write every single day because it allows it to be super um, consistent and there's not super big gaps, but it is really hard to do that. And so some days I don't write, but, um, I like to sit down for like at least an hour to three hours and just sit and write. Um, I love to write in my room at Baylor and also to write at coffee shops because it allows people to like you to see people so you're not always sitting alone in your thoughts but you're also still alone writing because you're in your headspace of just being committed to this book um so really just the concept about writing about telling your story all stemmed from me sharing my testimony to so many people in high school and being like oh my gosh I relate to that one part of your story that I needed to hear and I was reminded of like, if you don't share 100% of your story, that 1% or 5% that you leave out of your story could be that percent that someone can relate to. And that could help them turn towards the Lord. And so it was really, it's hard to be vulnerable and to write everything about my life and like the hard stuff, but it truly is awesome when you get to see just the Lord work in it and just to be so obedient to the Lord and allow him to truly work in you. That is like, <clears throat> sorry, I'm losing my voice, but like, <laughs> you're just so awesome. I've never met anyone that's really in this process. So it's so interesting to hear you talk about that. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, I'm so excited. I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes out. <laughs> um, 
and it's just so crazy because we've had so many like mutual friends and lived in the same city and um I've always heard such great things about you and now getting to talk to you I'm just like this is such a joy for me like I'm loving this that's so sweet um so this question I'm sure you know is coming because I <laughs> people want to know this um the listeners want to hear um so how did you have the opportunity to work with Bob Golf on this book because I know when you put that on Instagram everyone was like hello what <laughs> so yeah, so Bob Goff is awesome and he truly is so awesome to work with. I have looked up to him since I read his book in sixth grade. Love does. Love it. It's one of my favorite books. Um, and so when I started writing, I knew I wanted my book to be almost kind of like his, how it's such a fun read, but it's not like shoving Christianity down your throat. It's like truly you can tell that it's a Christian book, but you can tell that like the way he writes it is just so awesome. And so my really good friend and my black man texted me one day and was just like, Hey, like you should apply for Bob Goss writing program. And I was like, Oh no, like I would not get it. And like, he's like Bob Goff, like, come on, there's no way. Um, and this was back in like February of this past year. And she was like, just try it. Like, you never know. And so I was like, Okay, so I put it off for like two weeks and then I finally decided to just apply and you just never know. And so a few days later, I actually got an email from his assistant and was like, Bob would love to talk with you. And I was just like in total shock and just like in awe. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Just talk with Bob. And like, I remember calling him like a long time ago because his phone number is in the back of the book and just like asking him a random question and I don't even remember and just being like that was the coolest thing ever so the fact that I was about to be on a phone call with him for like 30 minutes really was just like insane to me and so I remember being the day of like the phone call I remember I had an intramural game before and I was like on the field and then I like sprinted to my car to go change and like to get on the zoom call and he answers the Zoom call and it's just literally Bob Goff. And he's just talking to me about how he wants to take me on and how he wants me to be in his writing program. And that was just like such an answered prayer from the Lord because I was doubting myself so much on the writing process and just didn't know if this is truly something that was coming from my own headspace or from the Lord's. And so it was just so evident that the Lord wanted me to do this. And so Bob took me on and it's been really fun. He is such a fun person to work with. He's super joyful and never is silent, like is always talking, gives me a lot of, a lot of ideas. He's so, so great. And it's been really fun and really, really am thankful. And he did tell me I'm his youngest person that he's ever done this with. And so that's been really fun too, because he's just telling me all these different things. And he's like, you're kind of like a guinea pig right now, but you're doing it. And so it's just really cool to be reminded of like the joy that I can have during book writing also. That is so cool. Oh my goodness. That was the sweetest story. And also it's cool that it shows um, taking leaps of faith and boldness um, mm -hmm. really like those risks the Lord will like reward in a sense. Um, because if you didn't take that like step of boldness, I mean, you wouldn't have had this awesome, you know, chance to get to know Bob and have his help. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's been fun. Really fun. He's awesome.
That is, uh, I love that so much. I, me and Olivia, one of our mutual friends actually saw him um, speak when we were in high school and it was just the most incredible experience. He really is so awesome and like makes intentional time to get to meet every single person there, which just yes. blew my mind. Yes, he is so, I think that's something that I love a lot about him is how intentional he is and how he genuinely wants to get to know everyone. And it's not just uh, I think a lot of people when you like think of someone who's so joyful it can be come off like fake but like no he is so genuine and truly wants to like spread the joy of the Lord and he also is so adventurous I think that's something that I love about him that I want to be more like and I want to be more adventurous and he just says yes to so many opportunities he makes everything so fun like going to the grocery store he does really fun stuff like he was like, put on some roller skates and go skate around the grocery store. You might get kicked out, but that's okay. And so it's been really fun just to think of fun things and how to make life more fun and like joyful. Oh, I love that so much. So um, uh, last kind of book question, what goal do you sort of have in writing this book, which you already touched on this a little bit. And then also, I didn't even think of this before, but do you like have a tentative, like, are you allowed to say like when you think it will be released? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, the goal for this book is to really just have no expectations. I think when it gets tricky is when you're like, oh, I want this many to sell. I want this reaction from the consumers. But for me, it's like I open hands so much in this process. Like I want the Lord to do whatever this book is. And if it only impacts me, then that's awesome. Like it was a awesome journey to write this book. And I think just giving a lot of freedom in that and not having so many restraints on myself, I think it's really scary to release this book, honestly, because there's a lot of my story that people might not know and so that I went to high school with or that my family doesn't know. And so it's scary, but it's also so exciting for the Lord to just work in it. Um, And so I'm really hoping that whoever gets their hands on this book and reads it can see that they can tell their story and that they're no longer bonded to the past sin that they have or that they can truly just walk in freedom of knowing that the Lord has redeemed them and has saved them every single day and that we don't need to live in this fear of the unknown, but also that we can walk in joy and be a light for him. And so that's my hope for the book. And I really hope that um, it impacts people um, because it truly has impacted me just while writing it. Um, and then for the date release, I'm right now in the editing phase. So I still have a little bit more writing to do, but I'm also editing my whole book right now, which is a kind of lengthy process, but I know the Lord has it. And I have a lot of friends that are like reading it with me so that they can check stuff because once again, I'm not very good at the grammar stuff, but they're awesome at it. And so just really hoping for that, that it would be out whenever the Lord wants it to be out. But my vision is that it will be out sometime in 2023. Um, I'm self-publishing this book and that makes the process a little faster because if I was going through a publisher, it would take over a year and a half. And so I was like, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to save my money and my resources and just dedicate it to this book and to the process. And so hopefully in 2023, and if not in 2023, it's going to for sure hopefully be before I graduate in 2024. So that's the goal. So exciting. Um, Wow. So 
a lot of stuff we kind of talked about in this episode was um, taking kind of big creative steps of faith, um, you know, with Joyful Apparel in your book. So do you have advice for listeners who maybe have ideas similar to this, but maybe too scared to actually, you know, like execute them? Yeah, I would say just truly pray about it. It is one thing to come up with ideas in your head about what the Lord wants you to do, but it's another thing when you're not listening to the Spirit. Like, you truly need to listen to the Holy Spirit, and if the Lord is calling you to do something, do it. It is so scary, but once you're doing it and you're actually acting on it, like, the Lord is right there with you, and I think that's something we forget a lot is that we think the Lord is so distant, but truly, He's walking with you, and He's never left your side, and He wants to be there every step of the way. And so when it gets really hard, just talk with him, have a conversation with him and he is going to be there to push you to, to do it. Um, it really takes a lot of discipline too. It is a really hard thing to do hard stuff. And I think a lot of people know that whether that's just to walk into faithfulness of accepting a new job or go to a different college or to transfer to a different college there's a lot of things that can be really hard. And so to remain disciplined and be so reliant on the Holy Spirit and he's going to work because when you once again take initiative and you do everything on your own, it's not going to work. It's going to fail. And so continue to walk with open hands um, and to just take the leap of faith. Like it can be scary at first and you can get some backlash, but once you do it and you keep going, the Lord for sure is going to bless you in so many ways. I mean, I look back onto my sophomore year of high school when I truly was super vocal about my faith and started to make my Instagram just kind of be a place where I can share the gospel. And I got backlash. Like I was made fun of and it was hard. And I think being reminded of I'm doing this for the purpose of the Lord and not for myself. I think that is something that really helped me to get through it. And for the Lord to remind me years later, I had someone reach out to me and say, thank you. Someone who you said like make fun of me, but like they said, thank you for just being so vocal about your faith. And I think that was something that was so cool to see like, okay, it may have taken four years, but like the Lord did fulfill his promise of reminding me that like this is something that I need to continue to do. And so that was kind of a long answer, but I think just being faithful and just really have your hands open and just do it. Like don't be scared. It can be scary, but just do it because the Lord is there with you. That is so good. And funny that you say that because obviously I keep saying how we like know each other, but don't, but like I followed you on Instagram all during that time. And it honestly really encouraged me to get more vocal about my faith on my Instagram too, because I hadn't seen that many people doing it. And it was kind of scary, but you were one of the first people that I guess inspired is the word. So, um, that's just cool to see like that full circle kind of moment, because I remember talking to some of my friends and being like, Mary Turner is so awesome and bold to post about this. Like I shouldn't be so scared to do that myself. So, I mean, like so happy that you did that because <laughs> That's so awesome. Team reaction of now I have this podcast and like who would have thought maybe yeah. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't start being vocal about my faith. So it's crazy. Oh, I love it. That's so awesome. It's so cool to see the Lord work in so many different ways. And like we like probably have run into like so many of the same people, the same bubble, the same circle. And like honestly, probably been in like the same store at some point of our lives and like we've never met. And it's like how cool that the Lord is like now using you. And to have this podcast to share your faith and like, really, I just know that you're touching so many people to like encourage them and like them to share their faith. 
So it's well, awesome. That the Lord is just so cool. Um, obviously, as we said many yes. times. Um, so last question is I like to ask a lot of my guests this is just what is the number one thing the Lord is teaching you right at this moment? Yeah, I think the Lord He's teaching me so much, but I think one of the biggest things is to trust in him. Um, life can get super, super hard. And I really learned the past year that you don't want to take a day for granted. Um, you just never know what day is going to be your last. And so just truly trusting the Lord and not being so fearful about the future. I think I'm at the point in my life where it's like, okay, I'm a junior in college. Where am I going? What am I going to do after I'm getting asked all those questions? And so just remaining faithful and really trusting that the Lord has my back. He's not going to fail me. He never will. And he is just going to continue to bless me in so many ways, even in the hard trials of life, he's going to continue to be there for me. And so I've really been learning what trust is and how to how does it affect me and what can I truly have my trust in? Because when I trust in things that are worldly, they fail. And so I truly have to remind myself that when I trust the Lord, he will continue to walk with me and I'll be okay. And so taking day by day, not getting overwhelmed at what is to come, but being reminded that I'm going to be okay. And that when I'm setting my eyes on the Lord, he's with me. That's so good. And such a good final um, note to end on. Um, but before uh, we finish, could you just pray over everyone listening? Um, and, you know, especially those that might be struggling with finding joy in the Lord or um, those who maybe want to take those big creative steps of faith. Yeah. Um, Lord, thank you so much for just allowing me to just share what you've done, Lord. Um, thank you for allowing me to be on this podcast with Lauren. And just thank you for her just openness and willingness to do this, Lord. Would you be with those who are listening and would you help them or just to trust in you, Lord, and that you will give them the strength and that you remind them that you are there with them. If there's anyone listening who is scared to take a next big step in their faith or just be obedient, Lord, would you give them the confidence and just remind them that you're with them and that they can do this through you and just be reminded of the joy that's in you is your strength, Lord. It's not our own. And that would we walk in the obedience and just live in joy, Lord, would you let us be a light that shines for you? Um, We love you so much. And we're just so thankful that you sent your son on the cross to die for us. And would we just remind ourselves of that each and every day in your name, pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for listening. And thank you, Mary, for being here. Um, Make sure to follow her on Instagram and Joyful Apparel, just so you can kind of know what's going on. But um, I'll see everyone this next week. Hi, everyone. Thank y'all so much for listening. That episode was so, so much fun to record and get to talk to Mary. Um, I hope that it just inspires you to take these big leaps of faith and um, use the gifts the Lord has given you to be able to glorify Him. Um, it's so cool and inspiring to hear Mary do that in so many ways. Um, and speaking of those, if you're interested um, in finding out more about Joyful Apparel, um, you can go to joyfulapparel.co or follow them on Instagram, also joyfulapparel.co. Um, as well as follow her on Instagram, Mary with two Y's and then her last name Turner. And then a really exciting thing that I wish we got to talk about this episode, but we just didn't get a chance to, is she has her own podcast now. The first episode actually recently came out and it's Celebrating Joy um, podcast. And so I definitely recommend y'all listen to that as well. Um, And just such a timely episode with Christmas coming up as well. And so I'm glad that y'all all all got to hear a little bit more about Joy. Um, Have an amazing week and rest of your day. And um, I'll see y'all next episode.